This is Mackenzie Milton. This is Steve Levy from ESPN, and you're listening to One Night Stand. One Night Stand. Sem condições a que te passei Just one night stand Avant tout bagaille te commencer One night stand This is One Night Stand Presented by First Watch, the official breakfast and lunch sponsor of One Night Stand What up, Night Nation? It's week 12, and with just two games left in the regular season, the Knights look to continue their massive Two-game conference winning streak this weekend in Lubbock against Texas Tech. On today's show, we recap the mind-blowing 45-3 demolition of Oklahoma State in the seventh annual space game, one of the biggest upsets in UCF history. We're going to talk storming the field, bowl games a little bit, obviously preview the Texas Tech game. And as always, Money Moves Picks, Moves Mailbag, and speaking of, I'm here with... Money Moo, UCF rocketed into orbit for the always-a-good-time annual space game as we welcome the Pokes from Oklahoma State. A quick strike from one yard out from R.J. Harvey put the Knights on top for the first watch, first score. Congratulations to Nicholas Yeager and Cooper Chamley, a two-time winner. You both have won a $25 gift card to First Watch. Damn, it feels great to say the Knights absolutely dominated in all three phases of the game and pulled off the biggest blowout win over a ranked opponent in school history, then capped it off with a field rush. Knights 45, OK State 3. Woo! Dude. Could tell I'm a little pumped here. (laughs) What happened? Like, is this the team (laughs) that we thought, you know, could beat everyone else in the conference that we just haven't seen and uh, on the flip side what the hell happened with Oklahoma I have I have so many questions I don't even know where to start to begin I mean I think I think the main thing we got to talk about is the running back matchup you know you had Heisman candidate Ollie Gordon who like I mentioned last week had 270 plus yards in two of his last three games and the one he didn't was still like 150 versus RJ Harvey who's you know he had, I think, three straight games with 100 yards plus. But Ali Gordon did absolutely nothing against this defense who every single week were like, well, they're going to run for 200 yards, but you know, if we can just contain them other than that, then maybe we have a chance um, to just completely – he couldn't do anything. I, I don't even know. I don't know. What, what were your thoughts as you know, the game started, we, we scored. Obviously, there was a lot of turnover luck, but – Besides that, the defense was insanely good, and they just could not run the ball at all. Like As that was happening, what was going through your head? Well, I think the turnovers had a ton to do with it, and I kind of think even though they were down, you know, once they got down 14 nothing, I think Gun- Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State coach, kind of panicked, and he should to me he should have stuck with running the ball, but it didn't look like Ollie was 100% healthy to me like he was kind of wincing like on the sidelines after a couple big hits I think he should have kept uh trying to run the ball because obviously it's worked against us um yeah all season um so they put the you know he kind of panicked too early put the ball in Bowman's hands we had a couple of nice turnovers and there really wasn't any uh looking back after that yeah I don't know it was like 
both sides of the ball were good. We would score. We would get a quick turnover. We would score again. I just kept waiting. You know, I, I kept wanting to tweet, like, things about storming the field. I didn't want to – I'm not, like, a, a jinx person, but you don't want to start stay, saying that stuff, especially after what happened against Baylor, until you're absolutely sure. And I just kept waiting. I'm like, you know, they're going to score. We're going to fumble. They're going to score. It's going to be close. And then, you know, all of a sudden, it's the end of the third quarter, and – Obviously, you know, that didn't work with Baylor, but it was like 38 to 3. And I'm like, all right, we can finally like chalk this up as a win, I think. Um, I didn't feel, I still didn't feel that way, though. I think the Baylor good. game yeah. is kind of like ha- will haunt us forever. Probably. I won't, no lead is safe. I will never think any lead is safe ever until the final whistle. <laughs> hey, that's that's okay because, you know, then you're just not setting yourself up for disappointment ever again because um, that was brutal. I don't think we'll ever get over that. I know we were texting a couple days ago talking about the what-ifs, and you're like, you made a really good point. You said, you know, if we didn't blow that Baylor game, the season would be the perception, I think, among everyone would be so much better, you know? I mean, we we had those four other conference losses, but – Two of them were, were, were pretty close, and you factor in the JRP injury and everything like that, and the perception of the season just completely different, but can't blow the Baylor game like we did, you know? Yeah, I mean, and you look at the other ones, like we, we hung in there with Kansas State on the road especially, and, you know, we went toe-to-toe with Oklahoma on the road again too, really, other than the Kansas. I mean, I think we fought and hard in every game. Um, we, we never kind of gave up really, ex- except Kansas, I, I feel. So yep. anyway, yeah, the perception changes, winning fixes everything, the fire Gus, fire this guy, you know, things are all over. Nobody's saying that anymore after <laughs> one win, but <laughs> two wins, this is two the, wins. Uh, two, two, two wins. wins. You know, I, I think at the end of the day, this is the Gus Malzahn experience, you know, um, <laughs> Blowing the Baylor, blowing the Baylor game, uh, but thirty-five-seven or thirty-five-ten or whatever it was, and then, you know, uh, being a being an underdog in, in this game and having the biggest blowout win over a ranked opponent in school history. Like this is just, this is Gus, dude. Like he he, he does the expect the unexpected and think the unthinkable, like. On both sides of the extremes. Yeah. Both extremes of each side, I think. Yeah, I mean, you're completely right. That reminds me of the... uh, There's like a meme that's gone around, and it's like a circle with four stations. I can't remember them all, but... (laughs) I do remember that one. It's generally like like huge win against a good opponent, and then it's like... I forget what all the stations are. One of them's like, like inexplicable loss, and yeah, I mean, you know... Auburn fans warned us about this, and it feels like that's it. I mean, like, how do we win this game and then lose to Navy last year? <laughs> how? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that that's it, man. And uh, I don't know. And, you know, speaking of Gus, his name's been brought up with uh, Arkansas coaching rumors and now something with UCLA and Chip Kelly, and, you know, it's coaching carousel season and – I honestly don't care, man. Like, I, I like him a lot as a coach. I understand why people 
want him fired. I don't agree with it, but I, you know, I get their points they are legitimate. And, uh, I don't think he's going anywhere, but if he does, I, I won't be mad about that either. Um, you know, we, we can get frost back, you know, uh, you mentioned GJ Kinney, uh, and now, especially, I mean, we've already we've always been like a premier destination. You know, Gus talked about it a lot when he came here. Like this place was just ripe with NIL and going to the Big Twelve, and Orlando being so awesome. Um, it's a really attractive job, and now it's just it's even more attractive. And uh, you know, we're in a good spot, and it feels nice to like not worry about the coach thing and just you know the overall trajectory. I guess of the program's really good. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, he's got it too good here in Orlando. I mean, yeah, the pay is probably a little less well, than no, what dude, he could get. Bro, he's up to like $6 million, dude. That's like up there. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. But uh, and, I don't know. And now, plus, plus, if he gets sniped by another school, we, we get the buyout. That's like the other side of the buyout that's really good. They have to pay that, which is like $18 yeah. million or something. So, cha-ching. No, absolutely. So... I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, um, anything back to the game. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit first about the offense. You know, R.J. Harvey, an incredible game. Now eighth in the nation in rushing yards. Uh, eclipsed that 200-yard mark. I believe this is five in a row with 100-plus yards. Uh, and now Harvey is kind of up there as, like, one of the top running backs in the country. So we're going up against Texas Tech's running back third in the total rush yards uh for the i thought i had that up just trying to find his name um but anyway third in total rush yards so good another good running back matchup this week and uh from the receivers kobe hudson a randy moss like stat line three catches 96 yards three touchdowns one of the crazier plays i've ever seen is that like 70 something yarder where the dude was off sides and JRP kind of just like threw it up and I don't know, the defender just quit playing. But uh, anyway, it was nice to see that Kobe. Was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to see Kobe getting some, some good, uh, some good catches and Javon as well. Um, JRP, how about JRP, man? Yeah. Like this was the yep. Harvey show. This was the hurricane Harvey show, but JRP finally, looked closer to like 95 100 percent. so very exciting he finally started running again everyone thought he forgot how to but <laughs> i just think that you know he hasn't been healthy and i think he came back too early i think gus brought him back earlier just because i mean the dude's a fighter like he nah. was probably begging I, yeah, I, you know he's probably no, begging to get dude, back in earlier. i'm telling you man i can't remember the lady that's in charge of the medical staff but I, I I forget where I saw it. I was like reading through some dialogue about her and she's like apparently obviously one of the best. You know, she really helped Mackenzie Milton with his rehab over the years and everything. And I think she said like she would not have let him come out in that game. You know, you remember when he was in for like two plays and then was out if he didn't test and everything was like 100%. Like it had nothing to do with him wanting to play or the coaches like her medical whatever opinion was was that and those people always err to err to the side of caution because i mean if you mess up and someone gets hurt and they shouldn't have been playing like that's like malpractice you know um and she said every, everything was good and lined up but you know you can 
can blame a lot of the stuff, you know, on lack of practice or whatever. But I, I don't think I don't think the coaching staff rushed him in, or maybe that was just a PR thing, and and they just got me like big time. <laughs> That's possible, or it could be just that he was a little you know, gun shy about running. Yeah. I mean, um, imagine if it was you after a knee injury, like I, I, I twist my ankle a little bit and I, I'm all like extra cautious, which I'm not an, well, I think I'm an athlete, but you know what I'm saying? It changes how you do everything. You're, a rec, you're an adult rec league softball athlete. That counts. Hey, yo, amateur crossfitter too. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like he, he probably was a little scared, and it seems like in the last game and a half, he's got his confidence back. So very excited to see what we can do in uh, Lubbock this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Um, de- I'm really excited about that. Um, talk about the defense real quick. I mean, Damari Henderson, two interceptions and the fumble recovery, and. It just felt like that guy was like a, a ball magnet. And, you know, you always love to talk about turnover luck. And this was part of that. I mean, the defense was great. And, and, you know, the luck thing, I'm not even saying that the turnovers were lucky, but just the fact that it kept kind of bouncing it to him was uh, was awesome to see. But, you know, the defense played, I mean, super well overall. Um, it just felt like every time they tried to pass the ball, it was either contested or, or we tipped it, like, a lot of the time. So is, was this like a, a one-off or, you know, is the defense finally coming together under Addison Williams and things are clicking, you know, we'll have to see, uh, you know, how we play this week against Texas tech. Um, I guess we'll, we'll just go into that game. Uh, we always start with the, with the spread and the move analysis. So why don't you take it from there? Yeah, so uh, I use the spreads now off of Hard Rock Bet, which everyone should be on now, back in Florida. Very exciting. Um, UCF plus two and a half right now. Using my model, I have us at UCF plus four. So Hmm. should be four, only two and a half. So there's slight, slight lean on um, Texas Tech, actually. But only oh. about a point. Yeah, only about a point and a half. We should be getting four, but we're only getting two and a half. So Yeah, that's. I feel like that's one of those, um, what do you call it, like recency bias things because everyone just saw us blow out the number 15 team. Oh, holy crap. We forgot about the, the rushing the field thing, dude. Let's, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's cut back to that real quick and we can talk about the spread. Um, so, you know, as the game started to go on, and we kind of realized that we were going to win. I started tweeting where the tunnels were, but, and I can't take all the credit for this. Well, one, um, this chick Olivia brought it up earlier in the week and I I took the tweet and kind of ran with it. But I was talking to someone that works for UCF, I think like two months ago at an away game and, you know, drinks are flowing and I, I don't know how it came up, but just this whole storming the field thing. And I was like, we just can't do it with the drop. Like, it's just, and he was like, well, actually, you get everyone down to the tunnels and it can go. So, kind, whoa. Yeah. So, cut. Stars born. It was, it happened right there. Yeah. So, it kind of, you know, I knew that that would have to be the way to do it. As the game went on, I'm like looking at the seating chart on my phone. I'm like, go down to here. And then 
apparently they put it on the jumbotron, like fans on the field at these locations. And no, it wasn't the prettiest uh, field rush because it wasn't like immediately after, you know, they kind of got everyone out there, but it was still the first time we've ever done it. And it looked awesome. And I think it was justified, not just because, you know, you talked last week, it's got to be like a last second win, but we didn't really talk about the blowout aspect. And because we, I, I don't think either of us thought that was going to happen, but I think it was justified by this absolute beatdown of the number 15 team and the way we did it, stopping Ollie, Gore, Ollie Gordon, who was like supposed to be, you know, um, like our kryptonite. So wh- how do you feel about this, uh, the storm fielding now that everything's kind of past us? So as you know, I was very against this last week but i I heard i have to say that the way that it had to be kind of it had to just happen naturally but i think the way that it did with us just completely dominating the game uh is something like you said that no one uh, on this show no one listening to this show no one in the world in the world thought that this was going to happen. There's no way. Nope. So I, I got to say, I, I was wrong. Yeah, it's okay. Like, I was wrong. And the way that that it happened, yes, it wasn't the prettiest, but for the circumstance and the, you know, architecture of our seating, <laughs> like, it's the only way that it could happen. Like, people are not going to flood like you see in uh, – What's the one like? I don't know, freaking Auburn or LSU, where any, everyone just floods at the same time. Well, like, any, any of those old stadiums, they were built with only like a three foot barrier. Like Oklahoma was practically on the field. There was yeah, there wasn't like, even a buffer it, in the sidelines. But you know, it can't happen any other way than the way it happened. Exactly, it just can't. And I I would have never even thought of that idea unless a certain person kind of tipped me off to it. And obviously, you know, because it was so such a hot topic on Twitter. I mean, all the admin, everyone knew, you know, hey, if, if the game goes a certain way, we're going to let them do this. And it was really cool that they did. It felt right. And UCF 7-0 and in space games, dude. 7-0. and That's wild. And this me. was the only one that, like, we probably weren't even favored in. <laughs> and that's just... Man, that's these these kind of games are what makes all the other crap worth it. Sticking with our team because the joy I felt for those three, three and a half, whatever hours of the game, it was just like the best feeling ever. It, it just makes it all worth it dealing with all the all the all the lows and you know, there were some lows, obviously. And uh it's awesome, man. That this is why we do it. Like what we don't have anything to play for. Well, we might make a bowl game. Um, which Brett McMurphy um, projecting us against USF in the Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> Dude, oh, so bad. Let's, let's go off on another um, tangent here. We'll get back to the Texas Tech spread. <laughs> How? Because this is the new controversial topic of the week is would we want to play USF in the Gasparilla Bowl? It's a very, um, what do you call it? There's not a ton of upside, but... I don't know. What what are your thoughts? I'll give you mine. So I think it's really funny that like when we were in the American, 
you know, other than trying to make a New Year's Six, if we didn't, like, kind of the goal was to just make a bowl and play, like, a crappy 6-6 six and six P5 team. Now we are we the are. crappy 6-6 six six Power 5 team. Yep. <laughs> the, sh- the shoe's Who on the other thought? foot, man. It's, it's so funny, <laughs> Who dude. thought? <laughs> like... Okay, when we went to the Liberty Bowl against Georgia, like Georgia sucked. They were six and six, same thing. And yeah. we that was our freaking Super Bowl, man. Like we beat Georgia. Yeah. Ten six. <laughs> I mean do. It's it's like <laughs> it's like when we played the Gators kind of. And obviously <laughs> it was different because of the Florida and everything circumstances. And I'm not giving them a pass or saying they didn't care about it, but I don't think Georgia cared about that Liberty Bowl or Mississippi State, even though they beat us the first time they played us, like it's weird being on the other side of this because it's like, all right, six and six when you're a P5 is a letdown. What's well, a letdown anyway, really? And now your consolation prize is you got to play, you know, Arkansas State or <laughs> some dumb school that's exactly. obviously way more motivated because, like you said, it's their Super Bowl. And it's just funny being on the other side. But how do you feel? Like, would you want to play USF? Because we beat them. It's like, it's like, oh, we should beat them. If if we lose, man, that's – we might not play them for who knows how long. We're going to have to hear about it. I'm with you. I'm so with what? you. But I get it's why people don't want to do it. In, Yeah. I, I mean – And we'll freaking crush them too. Let's be real. It's not like we're tra- – this is a should we schedule them or not. Like if with we're the, picked to be in that bowl and they're well, picked to be in that bowl. Then that's not how it works though. Like everyone kind of has to approve it and stuff too, kind of. Because I think it would be best. It would be best for both programs. I think it'd be awesome. People, it, that, it would not be good to play. You know, I don't know. Ut. What's another bottom dweller American team like UTSA or something? FA, the FA, FAU. Who's well, yeah. Good. The FAU would be fine because they're still local. I'm just saying, like uh, when you get Western some... Kentucky in here. Yeah, or even if it's like, I don't even know because I don't keep up with the American, but like if it's like a mediocre Memphis or or any of those schools, I'm with you. We don't need to play them again. That's awful. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I need to, I didn't have this ready, but I was going (laughs) to get the line real quick. I can do it. Keep talking. I'll 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 talk, you do it. Um, That sounded weird. But no, I, I I'm with you. Um, the people who don't want us to play USF, which for what you know could be one last time, they just don't like fun, or they're p words, or both. Because who the hell cares? And if you're afraid of losing, then we should play them anyway because we don't deserve. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know, but I I can't find any good reason not to play them. Like I said. The, the only downside would be if we lose to him, but if we lose him, we suck anyway, so we don't deserve shit, and it, it would be a good wake-up call. So, I don't know. I saw when Brett McMurphy tweeted it on Action Network because he's a, affiliated with them, had a projected line. Projected line. I think it was minus 18 and a half. So, um, oh. what did you – what do you got? Hold on. Still calculating. Moose still calculating. <laughs> I'll do. Well, I'll, here's I'll put good, in the Jeopardy music here. All right, go. Here's a good one. Um, who would you give home field to? Well, I mean, what does that matter? Just like what sideline you're on? 
Well, oh, no, I'm saying like, oh, no, it's 50, it's 50, 50, dude. Just, just like the last time we played USF at USF. So no advantage for home field. It's almost neutral site, but like so what, neutral site. I, I got it at 20. Okay. Yeah. And I think McMurphy had it 18 and a half just because, 18, so because they the probably same. counted as a home game, not knowing the strength of night nation. And our ability to show up to the gas. I would give us. I would give us the extra point. Dude, we're, I make it a three tutty. Are we like, like Gasparilla Bowl Hall of Famers or something? It's like <laughs> it's kind of like USF with their back-to-back Birmingham Bowl wins. Um, I mean that it would be the third. That, you know, dude, we, we had, had more Marshall, the I, monsoon, the we, rain we, game, and we, Marshall. We lost the Bitcoin Bowl, which was. The same bowl game, and then we won, or no, we lost. No, we lost NC State in the Bitcoin Bowl. There was another yeah. one. I forget what it was called. They kept changing names, but it was the just the St. Petersburg Saint, Bowl. St. Petersburg Bowl. Actually, the Bitcoin Bowl was against the maybe oh, Ball, ball State. NC. One was Ball State because they kept chirping. That was the bit. That was the Bitcoin. Yeah, NC State was beef. Uh, beef O'Brien's. <laughs> I think we played in the Beefs Bowl twice. <laughs> Beef O'Brady's Bowl and maybe it was the Beef O'Brady's St. Petersburg Bowl. Yeah, I think it, I think it was twice. It was Beefs, one Bitcoin, and then like six Casparillas. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want fries with that? All right. Um, Dude, anyway. Speaking of, how about the avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl? now at ucf (laughs) i mean that can't be worse oh it's at oh yeah it's in the bounce house i mean i still think the the worst one is the charcuterie pop tart bowl or whatever that we played byu i know it's a cherry uh cherry pop tart or cherubundi cherries or something (laughs) yeah cherry pop tart bowl i don't know that was a horrible game that was that was bad that was probably one of the worst what was worse that or the Arkansas State. Dude, I was going to say the military bowl. <laughs> There's been some oh, bad yeah, ones, no, that's dude. That's what I meant. That's it's, what I meant. It's Duke, it sucks because BYU. Dude, you have this mediocre season. You get pumped up to get a cool game, you know, some weird location that you're never going to go to for the bowl game, and then just get absolutely trounced. I think Arkansas State might be the worst just because they're Arkansas State. Like, at least – for Duke. And it was at, and it was basically at home. It was at the that was bad. It was at camping world. That was bad. I think that's when I tweeted at Mackenzie Milton. I was like, he has small hands. He's never gonna be good. I think that's when he got booed off the field. Um, but hey, we ended up okay. So whatever. <laughs> All right, back to Texas Tech and the spread. <laughs> um, we're supposed to be four point favor or underdogs. We're only two and a half. That's a no bet from Moo. Um. You got any thoughts on the team or the game or anything like that? They've been kind of hot lately, right? Yeah, Texas Tech kind of started off slow. This was like a 14-point spread. For us. Uh, for us. <laughs> a while back. And, you know, going through... I'm trying to figure out when this was. Yeah, no, I mean, dude... I think this was before the losing streak started um that was a rough month yeah so both teams go in different directions but and then um, but they're, they've kind of been up and down so they started off with two losses big win against tarleton state i'm not gonna go through the whole schedule but 
They had two two conference wins, two conference losses, now two conference wins. So that means anything, they should be due for two conference losses, which would be us this week and at Texas the next week. But their last two wins have been, I don't want to say impressive, but they beat number 16 Kansas, 16-13 to 13 last week, really ugly game. And they also beat TCU by a touchdown two weeks ago. Their loss um, versus Kansas State was almost an identical score. They lost 38-21, to 21, and they beat Baylor also by 25 points, as we should have. So I feel like this is going to be a really evenly matched game. I don't know anything about Texas Tech or their fans or anything like that, but I do know I will be in attendance. Um, got a nice last-minute invite on the private jet owned by one of our awesome uh, shareholders, or I, I think he's like, I don't know what's above shareholder, but... God, um, but that's going to be super cool. So I'll be there, and I have no idea what I'm getting into. Prestige shareholder. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, that's cool. I'm definitely jealous of that. Uh, be a share. Yeah, be Texas a shareholder. Te- it's only like thirty dollars a day. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'll, sure. I'll be as big of a baller as you. For sure. Um, got anything else on this game, and then we'll move on to picks? No, I think uh, the spread's pretty right. Somebody wins by a field goal. All right, guys. Now it's time for our favorite segment, Money Moves. <laughs> picks of the week. Picks of the week went yet again 1-1 <laughs> one one last week. Winner was Michigan. They're looking pretty good. Easy. Uh, against well, Penn State. He still signs, I mean. Loser was Houston. <laughs> Why do you bet on Houston? Like I don't know. Dude, I get it. He, the system. Uh, Houston. Sucks. I don't know. Anyway, right. I moved to 9-9 nine and nine on the year. He moves. Mediocre move. I, again, I will not be betting UCF this week, but the line should be UCF plus four. What I will be betting, though. Hmm. First quarter over? Oh, no. Umpteenth time in a row. Oh. First quarter oh. <laughs> over. Wait, you can't take this one. Taking my bets. This one a little easier. We both have been betting this. Yeah. This one a little easier. 13 and a half. Only minus 110. Ooh, nice. I, I can't remember uh, the record when I've, because I'm the one that's allowed to give the blessing on this. I think it's 2 and 0 oh now. I've only, I've only blessed it twice. Both times it's been absolutely free. Oh, I I'm just not, do it every week. I'm not blessing it now, though. Well, no, I'm undefeated. I have not lost this bet. Like the the couple times okay. we didn't do it, I think it was Boise and um, West Virginia. I don't remember. I think it was West Virginia or no Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I said not to bet it. So, um, all right. Could so be a barn burner. You're in. I think I'm in. I I haven't really looked at Texas Tech. I they score some points sometimes, just not last week against Kansas. So I'm with you. They it's a score bet. some points sometimes. Yeah. Could you be any more vague? All right. Quality. So, good good podcasting. Pick. All right. What do we got? First pick. We're going to go with Big 12 action in both of these as well. So very exciting. Kansas State minus eight at Kansas. Kansas State, Will Howard, DJ Giddens, too much power for Kansas. Kansas season kind of off the uh, tracks here. Another heartbreaking loss last week to Texas Tech. 
they've been dominant. Uh, meanwhile, Kansas State has been dominating teams. Yep. Uh, we saw it firsthand. Like when they when we went toe to toe with them and we played against them, like they are a solid team that can beat you in many different ways. So Kansas State minus eight. I think they still have a shot at. Do they in Kansas though? All right. So this has been all over Big Twelve Twitter all week. Um, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas, and. I want to say maybe West Virginia, dude, everyone has a chance and like people are fighting over tiebreaker rules and it's all kind of mayhem, but the game's in Kansas. So I would say that's like not a home field advantage because they couldn't even barely sell out the Oklahoma game when they were both undefeated and ranked or no, I guess they just lost Texas, but whatever. It's a big game. Um, Eight, eight scares me, especially after I bet Washington last week and they were nine and you know if that guy that doofus didn't drop the ball like two feet in front of the end zone they would have won by a lot or if they didn't just miss the field goal at the end but I don't know I don't like when a a, a spread like if it's going to be more than a touchdown give me like a 13 or 14 so then I can just in my head be like oh they'll beat them by four scores but eight nine is tricky man I guess it's better than 10 but anyway (laughs) okay so just pretend that it's it's 13 I don't know yeah, Kansas but I feel State like it should be blowout. seven. Blowout. Yeah, all right. Blowout. Then buy the point like a public Joe. Hey. All right. <laughs> all right. What, what's our second one? And then I have to determine which one of them's a loser. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, second one, we're going to go with West Virginia minus six and a half. They're under a touchdown for you. Hey. Versus Oh, Cincy. dude. Free. Free. West Virginia, look, they can fight in any game. Um, we saw it firsthand too. I kind of like their quarterback, kind of gutsy, uh, yeah, runner, not afraid. And Cincy, uh, I mean, they're just they're inept on offense. They the defense suck. sucks. And on the road, Houston, why did they lose? Well, because Houston sucks more. Happen. Dude, that was like that was like the toilet bowl or whatever the conference. <laughs> so yeah, I got I'm picking two favorites, but I like them both big. Kansas State minus eight at Kansas and West Virginia minus six and a half against Cincy. Let's, Let's get, that get that money. money. Ooh, I messed up at the end. All good though. Cha ching. All right. I forgot to let you which 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 one's gonna lose then. Oh, um, I know I sound so convincing when I'm selling. <laughs> when I'm selling these. Well, no, picks. it's I'm the one that said it's one and one. I mean, I like Kansas. I probably like Kansas State more than West Virginia. Like I trust them more, but I I don't like the spread. I don't know. You know what? You're going two and zero. Oh. and oh. Well, you know, I was gonna say Moo I I've gone two and zero oh twice. And oh, 0 and 2, two twice. twice. <laughs> and then a bunch of 1 and 1. So, eh, it's like the Gus Malzahn experience. What, What's going to happen, right? Moo and O, O and Moo. What's it going to be? All right. Last up, we've got questions where we answer all of your submissions. Thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Twitter. First up, we've got Gus Bus Passenger. What's it going to take to keep RJ Harvey next year? Uh, I think it's going to take a lower than third round grade 
from the draft experts. Oh, interesting. I was going the opposite way. I was saying like 400K. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's well, good. Nowadays, it's like, I, I don't know. If you're running back, you know, your time is limited. Is yeah. Valuable. You're... But at the same time now, it's not like, you know, he's eating ramen noodles. Like he's no. probably getting. No, but you're, dude. You hit you hit the nail on the head from the perspective of answering this question. I, you're totally right, man. As a running back, especially you know gaining steam and getting better throughout the season, starting to get noticed, especially you know on like a you know top fifteen opponent. Uh, Herb Street ranked him on his top performers. I mean, he's getting noticed, and I, I think you're right. Um, you got to take the opportunity. It, it, you know, I would say maybe even fourth, fifth. I mean, you look at running backs, they don't get drafted that high anymore. But that doesn't mean that lower draft picks don't get opportunities and get to play. And No, absolutely. You see now if you're yeah. like third string running back on any team, like you're, you have the chance to You're going to get the chance. So if you all you need is that little opportunity. I mean, you look at A-Chain for the Dolphins and, and Keaton Mitchell. I mean, these guys weren't top draft picks, but injuries and if you're good, you're you're going to get an opportunity. So, all right, next question. Next question is from Steve George. Is it time to give Gus a statue on campus? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just replace George with him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, you know, sure. Two game win streak. Let's go. Next one from Dan Cundiff. Long time listener. Haven't heard from him for a while. Um, he asks most important position, most important postseason position to fill: O line, running back, linebacker, quarterback. Thanks, boss man, sir. I I think it's got to be linebacker. We've been very weak over the middle. Obviously not in the last two games, but throughout the year mm-hmm. we have been weaker over the middle, so I'd really like to see us get a strong, get stronger at linebacker. It's, it's quarterback, dude. It's not even close. Come on, man. Next question. Okay, this one's from Jordan Osasanista. I got that right. How much do you expect this win to project us to win? <laughs> Wait, what? I saw Hold this on. and knew it doesn't make sense. Just read it and I'll I'll interpret. How much do you expect this win? Proje- <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it sound like stupid. I think what he's saying is how much do you expect this win to project us to win at least one of the next two games? He's saying like. Okay. So let me say that. Yeah, I, I don't want to edit it. I'm just going to answer it. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I I think it's huge because we've got – the Cincy game was eh. Like, we weren't that confident after it. We barely beat the worst other worst team in the conference. But this game's huge. Our confidence is up. There's no way we don't win at least one of the next two games. Although, as I say that, I could totally see it happening because how fitting would it be after a season like this we're all riding high and then we just – you know, Texas Tech, all right, they're a good yeah. team. And then we lose to Houston. <laughs> to get blown out blown out by Texas yeah. Tech. And we're, we're, we have to show up to probably, it's going to be in, you know, that means Houston will be a noon game, like yep. Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> yeah, at least. And we're going to have to show up loud and proud to make our Gasparilla Bowl. We're, I, I got our, our our bowl game pros, probability is 96%. So, good question, though. All right, next one. I'm up. Um Michelle Engel, do you think Darren Hinshaw was calling the plays? It seemed more aggressive and consistent all four quarters than in previous games. Hmm. Great question. This is fun because it's like 
every game it's like a mystery like who yeah. is actually going to plays it's that you know scooby-doo meme where the dude like takes the guy's <laughs> mask off and it's actually gus yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway i don't know they, they, i mean i'm sure they have like different strategies and different game plans for uh you know different teams like they they play to their strengths and they look to you know uh they look to uh what's the word strategize like something their weakness yeah attack their like weakness or yeah attack yeah, their weakness exploit attack, is what you're I guess. Looking for, yeah exploit yes yep. <laughs> so anyways yeah I'm, yeah maybe maybe not i don't know I, you know honestly we're never going to know who's actually calling the plays so i it's actually a great question but i have no idea i have no idea so all right you're up Next one is from Braxton Dart. As a current UCF student and athletics enthusiast, would love to come on the pod. Uh, Not really a question, but... Psych. Look at his profile. Yeah. It's obviously some burner. All right. All right. Next, next up, raise up. If I told you we'd be 5-5 five and five going to Texas Tech before the year started, one, would you be happy with it? Two, is this how you would have seen it playing, it out, playing out? What games have surprised you? Every, one, every I, game? <laughs> I would, yeah. One, I would be happy with it. Is this how you would have seen it playing out? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Record-wise, maybe, but the way it happened, maybe, absolutely not. Yeah, same. And what games would have surprised you? I mean, I don't know. I guess everyone surprised us because at the beginning of the year, we were favored, I think, in like nine out of the 12 games. Yeah. So... It, it, it's very weird, and then the injury to JRP kind of throws it all up in the, the in the air. So the only unsurprising game for me, I'd have to say, would be Oklahoma. That almost happened exactly how I thought it would. It, you know, I, I'm not saying I didn't think we had a chance. I thought thought we were going to be close in that game. I just had a feeling we were going to come up like just a little bit short, and that's exactly what happened. But everything else besides that has been just complete. Um, completely random and you know things have happened that we've never seen before like Baylor absolutely so next question is from Golden Knight 2 where does this win versus Oklahoma State rank all time in home game I mean that's tough you know you've got the two conference championships that were crazy you've got USF It, it might be behind that though I would say it's behind those three number four I might be missing something but what do you think yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a top one. Um, as far as the score and stats, I think it has to be number one because most of the other, you know, big wins for us were like last second wins or, you know, they're all one score games, really. You know, the two conference, cha- the two conference championships were kind of, you know, the 2018 yeah. was a one score, but yeah, you get what I mean. Like yep. never, never have we blown out a team like this. That was Halfway def- decent. Top 15. Yeah. Yeah. Halfway decent. Halfway. Like we've never blown USF out like this when they were actually good. Nope. We've never blown out Memphis when they were top 25. Like, nope. Not even, even close. Houston, even Houston when we beat them. Uh, it was barely. When they were. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. Auburn. Now, same thing. You're right. It, this is new for us. Uncharted territory as a fan. All right. Let's wrap this up real quick. I don't think we missed any, did we? 
Uh, Patrick Rigney. Oh, go. Uh, he asked, somewhat random, like this so far, but what's the most you've ever bid on a jersey in a space game auction? I've never bid on them because, one, before I was a shareholder, that was they were really expensive, especially the first few years. They were all in like the thousands of dollars. They've kind of come down. Um, but two, as a shareholder, you get you don't have to bet on them. You just get one. You don't get to pick the number, so you end up with some weird, you know, linemen or whatever. Although I think last year I got sixty nine. Hey yo, um, but oh, nice. I've never actually had to bid on one. You know, it's one of one of the shareholder perks. They give you a full uniform set for uh, for six hundred bucks. So, um, last one, real quick. Real quick, speaking of USF, from Matt Grothy, guys remember him, he asked, if we end up playing y'all in a bowl game, I want to come on. Not a question, but good, good to hear from that guy. You know, obviously we have a ton of, ton of history with him, leaked his cell phone in 08 or whatever. <laughs> it would be fun to talk to him. What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, for, for this rivalry of being, you know, the the two in the in-state rivalry and, and for how riled up and bothered he gets um <laughs> with how much how much shit is talked about him it just yeah it's very it seems like we got under his skin even though you know he did destroy us exactly in, in 07 he can always um, do the scoreboard point all that stuff you know yeah and man he talk about mobile quarterbacks which I still don't get how he's mobile. <laughs> he's just like an average-looking guy. But uh, he was freaking good, man. And we, he's an elusive. We elusive re- runner. Sneaky fast. Uh, anyway, all right. Let's wrap this up. Awesome show. Thank you guys for listening. Really excited for the game this week. Like you said, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll be there. Um, I'm also attending practice tomorrow, or as you're listening to this, today at U at UCF um, from a package I won in a Brits Brits Bunch charity auction teaming up with the Kingdom NIL uh, coaches and coffee or something. I don't know. We get to meet, have coffee, and go to practice for the day. And what's funny is I've been trying to coordinate this with the person I split the package with for like four weeks. And we almost decided on, I think, the Tuesday after West Virginia, and then something came up with him or me last minute. Obviously, you want to go to a practice after a huge whim. And then I was pushing to go last Tuesday, but he had a doctor's appointment or something for his newborn child. And we're like, all right, you know what? We're just going to book it for Oklahoma State and hope we win. And, hey, God makes no mistakes, right? This is going to be a fun practice to go to. I have the feeling uh, – Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna be in a, a pretty good mood compared to I don't know, after any of the five game losing streak games or even Cincinnati. So <laughs> Yeah, for real. Uh that'll be fun. Move, what's up with you? Happy birthday, Emily. She just turned two. I feel like we just talked about your wife being pregnant like it was yesterday <laughs> on this show. Um, how's that? Yeah, it definitely uh goes fast, uh two years, but uh Definitely proud father moment this weekend. Got to go nights out of her. Um, Charge on. To which any other two-year-old. Get her on the pod, dude. Is do it. Any other two-year-old does is repeat the same thing over and over and over. So just, now it's just go nights, go nights. But nights. Just, you got to make sure that you don't say anything like stupid or offensive in front of her. That she starts 
regurgitating. Yeah. Oh no, uh, absolutely. Uh, and I think she's gonna be a huge football fan because she let she. Uh, I gave her one of my footballs, and now when we go outside, she has to like run around and she carries it. And if I try to get it from her, she's like, "Mine, mine." So yeah, dude. Ball, uh, she knows you gotta she, protect. You gotta protect the rock, dude. The turnover luck, man. She, <laughs> she she's she's definitely a uh, she's a move for sure. <laughs> That's awesome, Ladies. man. Yeah, I um I actually got her got her a gift. Um, I think it comes tomorrow, and I don't know, I'm gonna be kind of all over the place for the rest of the week, but maybe next week I, I can come hang out for a little bit and, and give oh, it to all her. Right. So sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. I missed the party, but, uh, you know, um, you didn't let me know like two months in advance. So I need, <laughs> I need notice for football season. Gotta um, get on the schedule. Although looking back, I, I guess I had like two years advance cause I know what her birthday is. So, right. <laughs> but not the weekend of the party, although it was the day before. Um, anyway, you got anything else? Uh, bought a Tesla. Oh yeah, cool. Tesla. Fun Moo. and exciting. Tesla Moo. Yeah. You were uh, you were like anti-electric for very a while. Anti-electric for a long time, but I just found yeah, you my way. Are electric. It came down to the money. That's why we call you Money Moo, it, right? It come, come on, come don't lie. You know, <laughs> I, I drive a lot. I drive a lot for work, and you know, just did some basic math and. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> it's it's basically gonna be free. So free, uh, making money. No, I'm glad. You're getting, very fast. Getting paid Good. to drive a Tesla, pretty much. Because you know, I, I'm a huge Mazda fan. This is actually the first. This is my sixth car I've Maz- ever purchased. Mazda in my life. We like. Is it? And uh, Mazda the first five were all Mazdas. So this is the first car I've ever purchased that wasn't a <laughs> Mazda. So I was Not- a little nervous, but uh, I do really like how it drives. That's and, awesome, uh, man. I mean, there's a reason they're so popular. At, you know, yeah, so. absolutely. But it looks nice. It's white white and black, so I got a nice... Uh, I kind of feel like it's. it, it it's looks like, like a UCF like, uniform, you know? I was going to say it's like my Range Rover, but yeah, same. Yeah. The white the white car with the black rims, I think yours, it has a black roof, right? All of them do? It's like tinted glass. Okay, yeah. but it's dark. It's basically yeah. black. It's a good. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good look, man. The, the carpets match the drapes look. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might do a little gold Tesla emblem, just to get a little. Uh, yeah, black and gold. A little gold. Little gold in there. Dude, I just black, ordered. I ordered a massive black fake Christmas tree and all these gold and silver and black ornaments, and I think it's gonna look. Either really nice. dumb or really cool, but the the examples I saw on Pinterest look cool, and I ordered all the same stuff from the examples. So it's just gonna be like, dude, decorating Christmas tree sucks. You put them up, yeah. and they all have to be spaced out the same, and then you look back, and it's like, oh, you only really did one side. <laughs> but that's uh, why you have your Festivus pole. Is that up yet? Uh, I left it at the old condo. I have to go get it. I don't know. There's some weird orange stuff growing at the bottom because <laughs> I put it in a Christmas tree holder outside and there was just this little pool of water that would accumulate as it rained over the summer and like mix <laughs> mix with the rust at the bottom of the pole maybe yeah. rob wants it yeah i don't know Can't he, take Rob's he, festivus he probably threw it away rob not a religious guy i don't think they have festivus in south africa but anyway oh you got anything else no that's it just if, if do you know of anybody going to the game uh, other than yourself the, the other people your friend. the other people on the plane but no not really man it, it's gonna be probably similar to kansas state 
And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm going to bet the money line. And I'm going to bet the first quarter over 13 and a half. And it's going to be a great time no matter what. Very nice. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And go Knights. Charge on. Shots. Shots.